Hey, I'm Nate Flax. I'm Noah Longworth-McGuire. And this is Talking Lion. Talking Lion is a podcast focused on artist-to-artist conversation. We're primarily artists, a duo called Sleeping Lion, but we've been lucky enough to write, produce, and hang out with so many incredible rising artists since we started our project. Whether it's at sessions or parties or over cups of coffee, we've talked with our creative friends about everything. Music, life, love, and all the subtle complexities that come with being in the middle of a journey. Talking Lion is about hitting record in these conversations and sharing them with you. There's no real structure, nothing really prepared, just friends talking about life and what it's been like and where it's going. We now have a Patreon for fans of our show to help keep this going. Subscribers will become a part of the show in various ways, from providing questions to our guests, to getting a shout out on the show, to actually being on the show to chat with us. We'll even send you a mug. So check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash talking lion. We recorded this episode with Lizzie McAlpine. We first connected with Lizzie on Instagram after she posted one of our songs. We later discovered that we had many mutual friends, both through Berkeley and the LA community. Some context for this interview. We recorded this with Lizzie remotely, and it was the first time we had had a chance to all talk together. She had just released her single, Mean Something, and was preparing to release her following single, Pancakes for Dinner, which came out on June 1st. Lizzie McAlpine is an inspiringly great songwriter, and her songs always manage to hit home and connect through her heartfelt and detailed lyricism. So, without further ado. I'm Lizzie McAlpine, and this is Talking Lion. Well, hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is interesting because I, and it was occurring to me as we were like preparing this, but we haven't actually like met, met yeah, before, no, we have we? Not, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I was like trying to go back through the chat to like see how we like first like interacted or somebody yeah. had like sent me something, but I think you just like posted rug. On- yeah, I did. Because I mean, I visited Berkeley in like, I don't remember what year, but I was like, about to graduate high school and was like looking at colleges and I visited and we went to like this performance and you guys were performing. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh was it one of those BPC things? Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah, it was in the BPC. Oh God, was it, was it the one where Noah lost one where his my, shit? My, uh, my computer died on stage and I had to plug my guitar I don't think so. The, I don't remember. Okay, that's good because we did, we did we, two of them. We did two of them. One of them one was of them like was flawless and one of them was catastrophic. I think yeah. I, we got the good one, I think. Cool. That's good. Cool, cool, cool. That's good to know. Yeah. No, I, I'd like to think that we like covered the cat- catastrophic one good enough so that nobody knew. You know, m- right. maybe you saw the catastrophic so one. Someone maybe. actually came up to me in the cat. Someone in the calf came up to me last year at Berkeley and said, "Hey, man, like I was touring Berkeley and saw you play at the BPC when uh, your laptop crapped out and you just plugged in the guitar to the BPC like PA system." And it really, ins- <laughs> like, he was like, he was ge- very genuine, like, "Yeah, it was really cool to see you just like keep going when things went oh wrong." You know, maybe want to come to the school more. I'm like, wow. well, if if that ain't something, <laughs> like if that if that isn't the the validation I needed in this life, I don't know what Love is. That. Well, what was interesting though is that like when you posted that, I was like, oh, cool. Like, thank you so much for for posting like mm-hmm. our song, and also like not just like any song, but like one of our first songs ever. Yeah. And so I went and I listened to your stuff, and I was absolutely floored. Like, your music is incredible. We're re- like recovering folk people. Like, we <laughs> were both in folk bands. We started in a folk wow. band together. So. <laughs> There's like a, a spot in our heart yeah. for that. But also you kind of became like, you know, when you like learn a word and then like the word just keeps showing up. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like you, like the moment that you kind of entered like the the world for me, all of a sudden, like everybody <laughs> I knew started talking about yeah. you. Like it was a very, it was, and maybe it was just like coincidental or whatever, but like, I feel like two days or three days after you posted, I was like out and like uh, my friend Dylan was talking about like working on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> with you and like oh you know God. like I just saw I just saw you popping up like on all my friends Instagrams and everything That's so crazy. it was just it was just kind of cool how uh how that all yeah. kind of like came to came to be where where are you calling from I'm calling from Philadelphia right outside of the city Are you from Philly Yeah yep Where outside of the city I live in Wynwood which is like no one knows but like I went to Lower Marion High School which is oh, where cool. Kobe went. What was it like uh, growing up in Philadelphia? It was nice. I mean, we're in the suburbs, so it's it's not like the city, but it's it was nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm from the suburbs outside New York, Gosh, yeah. so sort of similar idea yeah. of like people are like, oh, what's it like in the city? I'm like, I've, you know, I've, I spent time there, yeah. but it wasn't my day to day kind of stuff. Were, were you very musical as a kid? Like, what were you into growing up? Yeah, I was actually just watching old videos of me, like last night. And I just was singing all the time. I just sang all, literally all the time. <laughs> and I would sit at the piano and just like, just press keys. I didn't know what I was doing and would like sing along. I don't know. I've been, I've been. Would you like, would you like quote unquote like write stuff? I don't think so. I, th- I started writing like, I mean, seriously in sixth grade. But before that, it was kind of just like, just playing music for fun. I wasn't like actually writing stuff. What kind of like inspired you to first write? Because I know that that's, that's always such an interesting, you know, you're listening to music yeah. your whole life and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can also make it. Right. Like, I think, I don't know. I mean, the first song I wrote was obviously about a boy because I was in sixth grade. <laughs> I mean, do you, I, I think we're, you know, you, you, write, you write what you know. Right. Um, I think honestly what inspired me was listening to like, I was obsessed with Tori Kelly and I still am because she's oh, incredible. Yeah. But she was like her first EP was like, wow, like I want to do that. So that's why I think that's why I started writing songs. That's awesome. And did you play like shows while, while you were growing up? Any of the Philly open mic stuff um, or sub- suburban open mic stuff? Honestly, no, I haven't performed in Philly like ever, honestly. It was just really weird because I live here, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I was in a, in like middle school, I was in a, um, a rock band. Ooh, and I played nice. keys and then I sang the next year. That was like the only kind of performing that I really did as I was beginning to write songs. What was the rock band called? Because I love high school rock band names. I don't think we had a name. And if we did, I don't <laughs> remember it. <laughs> Lizzie and the McAlpines? Mm. Lizzie and the Untitled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> getting a reunion, getting the ba- band oh back together. <laughs> When did you enter Berkeley? I'm trying to figure out if if we were there at the same time. I or... started, so I'm a junior now. I just finished soft, sophomore year. Okay. So totally. it might have been t- uh, 2018. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I left in 2017. Nice. So we never um, crossed paths. And he, he's... I graduated in 2018. So I, there might have been some overlap, but I, I kept my very much, to my, I had like three friends my last nice. semester of college. <laughs> I didn't really go on go on campus when I, if I didn't have yeah. to. Were you were you a songwriting major uh, at Berkeley? Yeah. Um, or are you? Yeah. Yes. How is it going there, by the way? Like, is it's, it is it? I mean, online it's is interesting. it? Interesting. <laughs> I just finished finals week was last week, but it was kind of, I don't know. We switched to online like after everything happened, and it was, it just to me it doesn't feel it feels weird to do music school online, and especially Berkeley because yeah. like you aren't just paying for like your classes. You're paying to like use the recording studios and like use the practice rooms and stuff like that. And now like we can't. And also just like some of the teachers don't know how to work anything. And and the turnover mm. for the classes <laughs> was just like really weird sometimes. But 
Well, my joke is that like we spent thousands of dollars to meet each other. Like so much of Berkeley too is yeah, just like what happens in yeah in between classes yeah, exactly. and just like that whole sort of environment. You know, so much of of like I feel like our Berkeley experience was just like wandering around and seeing like who was up to what yeah. and like kind of stumbling into things. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's super weird. But wait, so did you do like study songwriting there? Um, yeah, I'm technically I'm like not technically a songwriting major yet. I'm I'm CWP right now. Oh, cool. cool but cool. I took all songwriting classes last semester and I'm taking them again uh, next semester if I even go back, which is up in the air right now. Uh, <laughs> it's all, I mean, it's all, it's yeah. all crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking, you know, we were just talking about like doing live shows and stuff. And then like, there's, there's a little thing in the back of my head, like, Oh, like when do you guys think you're doing live again? Yeah. Like, you know, it's all, it's all crazy. Yeah. And it would be, yeah, it would be so weird to be in school. Yeah, kind of, it was yeah. graduation last week, wasn't it? With yeah. all the, like, oh, like the virtual although, John Legend. The, the thing I will say, like, that must be nice about online graduation is it's way easier to tune out. Like when you're stuck in that auditorium for hours on end, just like listening to people's names. Yep. Like I, I fell asleep at Adam's graduation. <laughs> um, I fallen asleep at two graduations actually that I've gone to because it's nice. just so boring. At least yeah. if you're online, you could like, you know, command T and like watch a YouTube video. Right. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily envy anybody like like trying to like do normal stuff in in all of this, yeah, but oh my God. you know. But uh, back, back when things were normal, what how how what would you say your review of Berkeley, the Berkeley experience, has been thus far? Yeah, what, what was your like highlights in in your time uh, back in the before times? Honestly, <laughs> the highlights are probably just meeting people, like the amount of connections that I made. Like I almost didn't go to Berkeley because I visited, mm. and I was like. Uh, it's not for me. And then you I, saw two guys on stage. You're like, no way, they're terrible. Jeez. We never. I don't want to be at the same uh, <laughs> location wasn't as that, them. But um, yeah, I visited and I was like, uh, like I don't know. It's cool, but it's I I no. And then I applied to um, all schools for acting. Like I was going to be an actor. Oh, I was like really going for it. And then I got into Berkeley first, and I was just like, okay, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> so then I decided to go. And honestly, I mean, the classes are cool. It's nice to not have to take like a math and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But um, the experience that I got, I definitely just meeting people. It, it's the most important part of like going to music school, I think, making the connections and stuff. Well, and that's the thing is like, I feel like like Berkeley is, is a pretty like, you know, average, normal music school, but in an above average, exceptional networking experience. Yeah, definitely. Like I, you know, I just feel like I, looking back, like I, I learned theory, like I got that checked right. off. Like I understand how a compressor works, like check. Yeah. But, you know, I also have met some of the most incredible people in my life that I still obviously like work with and yeah. who just continue to like be inspiring. So it's, I feel like they, they filter out good people and that kind of like is, is what brings a lot of the cool coolness to it. Yeah. But I'm curious about the acting stuff now. Like, are you, <laughs> is that something that you're kind of like sort of parallel pursue? We both have like, like Noah was really into video games. I was really into film when I got to Berkeley. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do like sound design, like footsteps and backgrounds and all yeah. that. Both recovered theater kids. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. gonna ask, are you are you a theater person? Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna do like stage acting. Oh man. Yeah. I, I miss I miss the theater every day. Me every time too. I watch it. I really do. I didn't do it at Berkeley because I was too intimidated by like all the like that whole mm-hmm. side of things. But now that I'm especially being in LA, 
there's definitely a part of me that's like, what if I just, I mean, obviously this is pre-corona, but there's <laughs> right. definitely a part of me that was just like, what if I just go do a community theater production of something yeah. just to get it out of my system? I want you to be Oliver. I want you to be, like, <laughs> yeah. every, yeah. everybody else is at the actual age. Like they're all oh you know, 12, but Noah's a 24 <laughs> year old Oliver. Yeah. Oliver. yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely was a theater kid. I did, I acted in every single show that we did in my high school. I was like in it. What, what, what like what musicals were were you in? Do you have a favorite musical? My mom's a theater teacher, by the way, oh so God, like wow. I grew up like steeped in that. Yeah, shit. the my fa- I've only actually been in two music musicals, and I did mostly like straight acting, just like plays and stuff. But I was in Hairspray. I was nice. um, Penny, which was really fun. Nice, nice. That was definitely <laughs> my favorite musical I've ever been in. It was so was that much fun. Amanda Bynes' yeah, character yeah, in the movie? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your favorite straight play you've been in? Uh, we did this play called Eurydice by Sarah Rule, and oh, cool. okay. it is just gorgeous. It's just so beautiful. What's your favorite musical? That's a hard question, but if you had to pick, I think if you had to pick. I really love Dogfight, and Ooh. I really Come love um, Next to Normal is good. Oh yeah, Next to Normal is fantastic. Um, I mean, this is kind of basic, but like the last five years, Jason, oh, yeah. not not basic at all. Love it, yeah. <laughs> Jason Robert like Brown, any of his work, like Parade. Oh my god, so oh, good. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like your your lyric writing in your songs does have like I mean f- like folk, you know, yeah. kind of like lets us all kind of get away with it, but it's like there is a Broadway sensibility to how much information you give in your lyrics, yeah. which I appreciate a lot. I've heard that many times that all my songs <laughs> can, sound like musical theater songs. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna. It's a blessing and a curse. I was gonna ask. I was gonna like lead up to Jason R. Brown. Yeah. No. I listen. Blessing and a curse. I feel like left to our own devices, we wind up accidentally writing musical right. theater numbers anyway. Um. So much of our dynamic is like I accidentally write a ballad and then Noah turns it into a pop song. Right. Nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Jason Robert Brown's insane. Like I so incredible. Huge, huge fan of the last five years. Yeah. Uh, just some of the like, I mean, Shiksa Goddess. Just oh my god, as a yeah. oh my god, yeah. Just so this has been the uh, the Jason Robert Brown appreciation right, hour. We're gonna right. spend the next hour talking about <laughs> <laughs> Jason Robert Brown in the last five years. <laughs> um, no, but we're we were we've been listening to music for a minute. Really big fans of your writing and your work, and I just want to like go go through some of the songs yeah. and just sort of pick your brain about how. How they kind of came into existence. Yeah. Uh, starting with Apple Pie. What What's the story behind Apple Pie? Um. So Apple Pie, I wrote that last summer, last August, right after I got my wisdom teeth out. Um. That was. Like I still got to do that. Song. I was gonna do that, and then Corona hit, and that you know. So I'm yeah. still unwise, or still have wisdom. I don't know what the. <laughs> I got too much wisdom. I've too right, right. Yeah. It hurts yeah. my face. It hurts my head. <laughs> yeah, but I wrote the song right after I got my wisdom teeth out, and I was in a relationship at the time. And I kind of wrote it about that, like feeling safe in a relationship. And also like my family has moved a lot and it was also kind of about that and like never really feeling like I've had a home. I mean, this is my home, but like I've only, I only lived here six months before I, I uh, oh, wow. went to college. So it's like my home, but like, it's also not, you know? And yeah. so I kind of wrote apple pie about that. And kind of not, and like realizing that you don't actually need a physical like house to feel at home. 
you know, it can be well, like, with What people. I love about it is that it is a sweet song and yet like it feels like an earned sweet song. Yeah. Like there are, there, are, there are happy songs and then they're like, oh, I've gone through stuff to be able to write a happy song. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I think resonates the most about like that song. Was there was there a line that kind of like unlocked that song for you? Yeah. I mean, honestly, the chorus line, the like me, oh my, I found you under an April sky. And you feel like city life, apple pie, baked just right. But me, oh my, I found you under an April sky. And you feel like city life, apple pie, baked just right. Getting that was like, okay, cool. Like the song is finished basically like that's all <laughs> well, really needed and it's got like that that folky that sort of like lightheartedness to it but again it like does feel earned which is yeah. cool were there artists that sort of influenced your sound or like people that you kind of that inspired you just to, to like kind of go down that folk route yeah I definitely I was a huge fan of Dodie for like oh, a yeah. really long time and now we like like friends Kind of, and it's yeah, like I, crazy. Uh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask about that l- later, but like, I saw you guys did like a duet. Yeah. I'm also a huge Dodi fan, like, and so when I saw that, I'm like, holy shit, yeah, it was she's insane. She's incredible. She's, she's so like absolutely next level, yep. and just also like, not only are her songs incredible, but like her videos make me cry. Yeah, just like she's regular. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did you guys? How did you guys meet? So I posted a cover of an Adam Melcher song. Oh, and we met Adam at Jay's thing. Oh yeah, remember yeah, we were all yeah, laughing yeah. with uh, Carly and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've talked. We 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 like talk, but we've never actually met before. He's so cool. But I covered one of his songs, and then he posted it on his story, and then Dodie saw it, and she posted it on her story, and then that kind of like opened up the DMs, and I was like. I was in Spain at the time. I studied abroad last semester. And, Are you at Valencia? Yeah. Oh, cool. And she was like, oh my God, you go to Berkeley? And I was like, yeah. I'm, I was like, I'm coming to London. I have a trip planned in like two weeks. Like, do you want to <laughs> like sing? And she was like, yeah, come over. We can make tea. And so I went over <laughs> oh to, God. I just literally went over to her apartment and <laughs> we had tea and we made cake. And then she was like, you want to stay for dinner? And we had spaghetti and it was so great. It was just like <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> that must have been that must have been so surreal. Were you were you nervous? Like, oh what, my god, what was I that? was so nervous. <laughs> but she is so down to earth. Like she's just a person. And it wasn't like I didn't feel like I was meeting like a celebrity. You know, I felt like I was meeting just like a regular person. She was so cool. Well, I feel like what makes her videos and her music so incredible and also just sort of like inviting is that like you get the sense that it's not like her trying to be authentic. Right. It is just her being authentic. Yeah. So I imagine there isn't too much of a disconnect between those two. That's that's just, that's such a nice story. Yeah. I love I know. that. It was really, really it was really wholesome. Oh, well, shout out shout out to Adam and Duddy. That's a <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I was I was listening. It was a very quiet morning today, and you know, nice little cool breeze in LA. And I was listening to uh to to the mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that song also hits, especially you know because. I feel like whenever shit has always hit the fan for me, I, I'd always like visit my grandparents in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So literally just like going yeah. to the mountains. <laughs> How did that song kind of come to be? I wrote this in Spain and I had just broken up with my ex. And The apple pie ex? No. Yes. Yes. The apple pie ex. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was just- No, the blueberry pie ex. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had just broken up and 
I had just visited Boston for my fall break and I had like seen him and it was just not, it was not great. And then I, I came back to Spain and I wrote this song and it just felt like it was just really cathartic for me to write this song. Cause I have, um, my stepdad has a farm in West Virginia and that's like mm. what I pictured when I wrote the song and it's just so peaceful up there. And, and this song kind of was like, I just, I need space. I need to go. I need to think about things. I need to process. And so it was really nice to like, write this song and finally be like over the breakup was the cover art from virginia yeah yep I taken from the back yeah. porch <laughs> <laughs> what i like about the cover art is that yeah there is that like sense that it's sort of lived in as yeah. well like that you know it's all coming from like this real this real place mm-hmm. was there a line there too that like sort of opened the song up for you yeah the last verse is like one of my favorites it's i'm headed to the mountains the only place i feel at peace i knew you'd come after me so i threw away your keys but i know you never go when i say leave oh i'm headed to the mountains the only place i feel at peace and i knew you'd come after me so i threw away your keys but I know you never go when I say leave. Those lines are like that. really, yeah. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. I feel like everybody, A, has had that like sort of safe space to to be. And also, you know, B, has, has had that tough breakup where it's like it's not quite like completely yeah. shut off. So you do have to like kind of throw away mm-hmm. the... Uh, the thing for a second, but yep. no, yeah, that's that song really hit, and and then your newest song yeah. means something. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite, which is great because you know <laughs> you, you you want the newest one to right. always be the you know the favorite. I think means something just twisted the knife for me, like that mm-hmm. song, because that's that's the thing is like I feel like we all want to kind of like have these great stories, like these great like love stories, mm-hmm. these great whatever. So everything kind of becomes like a sign or a symbol or something. Yeah these co- coincidences that will never happen again. Right. And like all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, you got that one line about like the Zodiac sign, yeah. you know? I know your Zodiac sign. Me and Leo's get along great and that has to mean something. And I love that. But I also love that you like, tw- you know, can twist it too. Like it's got to mean something that I'm still writing songs. Yeah. How did that song come to be? I actually, I wrote this one like not long ago. I wrote it last month, I think. And this originally wasn't going to be the third single. Like... I had another song planned and then I kind of wrote the song and put a demo of it on my Instagram with like a lyric video and people were like, oh my God, like I want this <laughs> song. And I was like, okay. So I made this I think I might have been single. one of those people on Instagram. I feel like I like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you post stuff and I'll like, me- like me- reply to the message like, this is so good. What is this? <laughs> well, thank you. But of um, course. yeah, so I decided to release this one instead. Yeah, honestly, this is just about like, just because I started talking to someone in January and like it was going great and then all this shit went down and now we're like not together I mean we're like are but like we're not like physically in the same place and it was just kind of like I was just thinking about that the whole the verse refrain idea is like this happened and like that has to mean something and the end is like I refuse to believe that like you're you not being with me right now means something. So it's like right. kind of picking just like, and choosing your yeah. uh, your signs from the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but for some reason you're not here. And I refuse to believe that means something. 
I, I, I definitely appreciate that. I mean, and I'm not like unique in this, but I feel like I, tr- I attribute significance to like shit that does not yep. necessarily need it, yep. you know, yep. Yep. which I mean, is kind of like a, a work hazard, you know, yeah, is that, like, that's kind of the job. Yeah. Like, that's like the, uh, so much of our job is, is finding meaning in street signs and, and, and finding connections between exes and stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's, it's hard when that filters into your actual life when, when, Stuff maybe doesn't go your way, or yeah. stuff. Gets or, or worse, it does. Or, yeah, right. worse, and then you're like, <laughs> like what, "What the hell does this, this mean? How do I write? Yeah, how do I write about yeah. this? I can't write a happy song like she can write a happy song. Like, that's the difference, you know. Is <laughs> <laughs> so I just need it to all, you know, burn down as quick as possible, right. so I can, uh, you know. <laughs> but it's yeah, I appreciate your music a lot. I think what's also really cool, and I was I was looking through it this morning. I get that a lot of it's sort of circumstantial, but you 100% your stuff too. Like I know you have like a like a producer. I think mm-hmm. F- Philip. Yeah, Philip. How did you meet him? Because he, he seems to be like the sort of recurring producer collaborator. Yeah, he was introduced to me through a friend. Um, he he went to Berkeley also. He is graduating though, or he is dropping out or something. He's in LA. Mm-hmm. He will be in LA like this um, fall. But yeah, he was introduced by a friend and I had never heard anything that he had done before, <laughs> but my friend was like, he's really good. And my friend like has a similar sound as me. So I was like, okay, I'll trust it. And then the first song we did together was Apple Pie. And oh, wow. I went to Boston over the summer, last summer, and we tracked five songs. It was going to be an EP, but then it we scrapped four of them and have turned it into an album. But <laughs> we worked on Apple Pie first and immediately there was just like a connection. Like we just knew what the other person was thinking and it was just, we were on the same wavelength. And it was so cool because I thought that I was never going to find a producer that like really understood my sound and like what I wanted to sound like. But Well, and that's especially folk too is like, you know, because you could you could find like a great pop producer, a great like electronic right. producer, whatever. But like to be able to handle some of the more sensitive stuff, like to know what organic and like what like quote unquote sort of like real mistakes or whatever is yeah. worth kind of keeping in too. Mm-hmm. What kind of puts you in the room with the artist? Like having a producer who do that is is a shot in the dark. So I was curious about him too because yeah. like all your records sound great. Yeah, too. no, he like, is fabulous. He he just has taken my music and just made it so much more than I could have ever made it on my own. It was so, it's so cool. This is the, the Philip Appreciation Hour? We're yeah, the yeah. Next hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. But, that, but the other thing I was sort of getting at too is that like you, you 100% your writing, which yeah. is, is, I mean, no, you've been doing more of that lately, like with yeah. some of your stuff, but like I feel, especially in LA, that's almost like... Yeah. Like unheard of, yeah, you know. When, when you're doing the co-writing thing, it, it it's it's a very different vibe to always be like throwing lyrics back and forth to people versus like yeah. being on your own and writing in a journal and trying to come yeah. up with good stuff. Do you have like a kind of process? Like, do you sit down and and write, or does it just sort of like like I and mind you, I hate being asked the how do you write <laughs> question. Like, it is the worst question ever, and I'm 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 cringing at myself, but. <laughs> I just mean, you know, short of like, oh, today we're doing a session. Sort yeah. of what gets you in kind of like that headspace of, well, of writing. I mean, it's different with co-writing because usually people write, like they come up with a concept first and then they write based on that concept or like they come up with a title or they like write the chorus first or whatever. And I, I can adapt, like I can do that. But, but when I write on my own, I usually just sit down at the guitar sometimes the piano, but more recently the guitar. And I come up with a chord progression first 
And then I kind of just like let something happen. Hmm. Like I never know what the concept of my song is going to be before I start writing. More recently though, I've started to like think of concepts first, mm. but usually it just comes out. And then I'm like, okay, well, I think what's, cool. what's nice about <laughs> folk stuff too. I mean, obviously pop is like so like punchline driven, especially yeah. now. But what's nice about folk is that you can kind of like get to where you're going. Like the journey is kind of part of it. Right. I love like songs that kind of, I mean, like Gregory Allen Isakoff, I think yes. is a great example oh God, of this. I where it's just him. like from, yeah, right. From like start to finish, like the song kind of gets to where it's going. Yeah. And the lyrics kind of just like one one foot in front of the other. I definitely, definitely appreciate that. F- folk, I feel, is something we're very close to and familiar with. And yet in recent times have been somewhat removed from, mm-hmm. you know, like that process and that sort of like, al- you know, alone in the room with the guitar kind yeah. of thing. Are you ready for the question round? I'm ready. All right. The first question is, what is your phone background? My home screen is a picture of my dad when he was like, you can't see it, but... He was like <laughs> my age, and the ba- the what's it called? The other one. The other one. <laughs> the other one yeah. is a picture from um, West Virginia. It's the room that nice. I was staying in. Yeah. Is there a significance to having your dad like at your age? Yeah. Um. Yes. Recently, I mean, like last month, he passed away, which oh. was like, Shit. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's been hard. But was it related to Corona? No, or? no, no. It was it was okay, really right. unexpected, honestly. Yeah. So that's been hard. That's why I have his picture. I, I appreciate. I, yeah. I was like, I was, I was curious. And are, are, are you doing all right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, all, with all that, it's been yeah, it's been really nice because I'm like around family and I'm staying at my parents' place with my sister and stuff. Right. So it's been nice to be around family. You guys can all be together as opposed to sort of wherever right. separately y'all would have been. Yeah. Well, yeah, our condolences and hope, yeah. hope you're doing all right. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have a non-musical hobby? Um, reading. I love reading. Hmm. Also like making movies, like, not movies, but like editing and like, I don't know. I really like vlogging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like great. editing stuff, you know. I mean, we, we got into this because I, I yeah. love editing, like editing audio specifically, but mm-hmm. totally get that. Yeah. Are there any skills you would like to have? I really want to be good at like a sport. <laughs> I, and honestly, any sport. Just I a think sport. Like chess or like <laughs> Like definitely. Um, basketball is obviously like the coolest one. I would right. love to get like great at basketball. Oh my God, like, I feel like that's so sick. A volleyball. Flex. It'd be cool to be good at volleyball. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was like good enough at rollerblading to not be like afraid of rollerblading. <laughs> Like that seems like a fun thing. Like somebody yeah. could do. Sport, though, I guess that's. A I mean, everything. Skateboarding. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you. You know, I think this is like. I, I don't know how many interviews we've done at this point, but like it's thirty something, and mm. nobody said sports, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be able to flex. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's understandable. It's like not not only can I like you know do the brain thing, but I can right. also like like be. I can run so. I can fast. run so fast. <laughs> That's how I feel. Honestly, that's how I feel about biking. I'm just like y'all thought I was just like a songwriter, but I can also I can like ride a ride bike. A bike. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can ride it far too without being tired. Well, that that is a superpower. Most important question of the Talking Lion podcast: Would you be a pirate? Uh, yeah, sure. I think there being a pirate would be fun. My thoughts exactly. You have a parrot. <laughs> What would your parrot's name be? Oh my god, I have no idea. That one I have to think about. That's an important decision. <laughs> that is an important decision. <laughs> You don't want to get stuck with a bad parrot name because exactly. then, then it learns the name. Exactly. And then if, it's something, if it's something really lame, then you have to hear it all the time. 
Yep. <laughs> I, I think I'd do like Bruce. Like I want some sort of like. Bruce the parrot. I want, I want it to sound like an intimidating name. Right, My right. parrot would be named Jacaranda. Nice. Why? It's just a jacaranda. It's like, Is jacaranda a name? It's a, it's a kind of a flower or it's a kind of tree in, in Southern Africa. Huh. It reminds me of my childhood. You've had all this time. Now now it's on, oh on you. We have, you have Bruce and Jacaranda. What's your parrot? Oh, gosh. I don't know <laughs> Lizzie, what my parrot's name would be. Maybe like just something really basic, like a basic name. Like Miranda? Like, <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Is Miranda a basic name? I, don't know, I feel that, like that's feel like like actually that, a complicated. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> Melissa. I don't know. Like, Melissa. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm, Melissa the parrot. Oh my god! I feel like god. I'm offending. I'm gonna feel like I'm offending. Yeah, you pretty much alienated, <laughs> alienated all the Mirandas and Melissas that watched the listen well, to the. If, if you are a Miranda or a Melissa, I would like to personally say I'm sorry. I did not mean to call you basic. There we go. Um, but also, maybe your parents should have named you something cooler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, when this is done, we're gonna teach you how to apologize because that is that is. That was, that you, was, I thought that was fine. Step, step step one, you were good. Step two, you're fine. Step three is not rescind the apology <laughs> by saying you meant that you, what you said. I meant what I said. I want to apologize. Step one, oh recognize God. what you did wrong. Step two, apologize for it. Step three, twist the knife and backpedal. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I was taught. Next question is, uh, do you have any tattoos? I do. I have three. I have one on my shoulder, which is an indigo flower which is Ooh. for my first album that I released in like 2018. I have one, the re- the other two are on my arms. My left forearm is a flower, is a poppy because um, freshman year I was in a show called Noises Off and my character's name was Poppy. So oh, I love that. The other one, it's um on my other arm and it's the rose in the glass case from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I love that. Because it is the first musical that I ever saw on Broadway and it is like the reason why I wanted to start acting. One, what I love is that each one has like the, the flower theme to it mm-hmm. and that they all have some sort of musical influence between the record and like and your theater, your time in the theater. Yeah. What was the first concert you ever attended? Oh my god, this is embarrassing but I, the first concert that I ever went to was in, I don't remember the year, but I, but I saw Victoria Justice from Victoria's. Ooh. I know, it was pretty crazy. It's pretty wild. I feel, I feel like like you you maybe invested in the wrong cast member, yeah, Victorious. Probably, but <laughs> I just they really they really wanted her to be the one, but they did. She certainly got. I was actually I I was such a I was such a huge Victorious fan when I was like a little bit too old to be a huge Victorious fan, and <laughs> Ariana Grande was the first person I ever followed on Twitter. Like back before, back when she was just like doing nice. the occasional thing on Broadway, and I, I was just like, she, I am. Like one of her biggest fans. Like I, I am obsessed with Ariana Grande, and it's really <laughs> weird because that's like not the type of music that I make at all. But I'm just, I just love her. No, she's great. Well, because she's, she's also a theater kid. Like yeah, you can right. definitely, you feel that in her. Like when every time she's been on SNL, like she kills it. She's like she's so, so funny. funny. She's so funny. Oh my god. And like such, like has like such good acting chops. Like yeah. I think that's the reason I, I liked her in Victorious. And the reason I, I like felt such a connection to her even before she like had a career, I was just like, this person's like really loves like acting mm-hmm. and music and like the intersection of the two. But yeah. like e- even like since becoming like an international, you know, like the biggest thing in music period, right? She still like does Disney related stuff. Yeah, like, she did the she Disney j- sing along. Yeah, like 
Won't Say I'm In Love. That's my oh, that favorite Disney so song. So good. Song by my favorite oh my singer. God. Like I was losing my mind. Noah can confirm I was losing my mind. Yeah. Yeah. She's incredible. Love her. This is the Ariana Grande appreciation hour. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> Jokes come in threes. So that's the last that, one. That was a good one. That was well, threes that. and seven. So we need four no, more. No, no, no. Okay, threes. That was officially, you justified yourself by yes. doing it awesome. the third time. Three times. Yeah. Um, Callback. Humor. It was a callback. Uh, what, what is your go-to karaoke song? Oh my god, probably um, a cerebral song of of some sort. Maybe like that tracks. I don't know. Gravity mm, is a classic one. On. That's a fun one. Yeah. What are your favorite movie, book, and TV show? Uh, movie Coco, all the way. Ooh. Coco. I've seen we, that movie uh, like nine times, <laughs> and I can uh, quote it all. <laughs> do you do you cry every time? Because yes. we've watched it now three times. Yeah. Cried every time, yeah. and I keep thinking that like. I'm all cried out from that yeah, movie, no, just, and then it just that is okay. Yeah, so that, good. That's like my all-time favorite movie, and Beauty and the Beast, the original yeah. one, the animated one. But recently, I just watched 1917, and Ooh, it was mind blowing. Like it was so cool. And I I'm doing I'm doing this weird thing right now where I'm like reading screenplays because I have nothing else to do, and I no, really like the, film. Like I'm obsessed with it. And I want to write a movie and be in a movie one day, but that's another conversation. But um, no, that's, that, <laughs> I, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna turn turn into the, the current conversation because I feel the same way. Yeah. I like I I write scripts uh, like just for fun mm-hmm. and like love film. Like we're big film yeah. nerds. So so much why I wound up at Berkeley was for like the film scoring, sound design yeah. aspect, and then accidentally got into the pop stuff. So. Right. <laughs> Definitely feel the the film, yeah, the film stuff. Yeah, but the screenplay for nineteen seventeen was incredible, and then I watched the movie, and it was just gorgeous. Do you read the screenplay first? Yeah, interesting. I know. Oh, it's like the book and then the movie, right? Yeah. It's like if you like this, then you like you're the- like that's that's got to be interesting. Re- like, I, w- I would love to actually maybe maybe I'll do that. Read the screenplay yeah. to nineteen seventeen before seeing it, it is because like so yeah. cool because it there's like not a lot of dialogue in the movie, and it's mostly just like action scenes and so you like can read what the character is thinking and so then huh. you like watch the movie and you're like I know what's happening in their brain right now it's just so cool huh. to me that being an really actor cool. also like knowing that is just so cool I, I love reading this uh screenplays for pilots of tv shows mm-hmm. because of just how much like introductory information needs to be there yeah. and of course like this thing exists before the actual creation of the show does. Right. So not only does it have to be compelling as words, but also have to like s- sort of suggest who's going to play these characters yeah. and like who these people will end up being, you know? Like yeah. those are always really interesting. Yeah, definitely. What was the what was the other one? movie te- movie book? Right now I'm reading A Study in Scarlet, the first Sherlock Holmes book. Oh, nice. Oh. Which is pretty good. And TV, my favorite TV show of like all time is probably either The Office or New Girl. Nice. <laughs> I was I was about to Classic say uh, I love the if you if you can look it up the treatment of New Girl is fantastic. Dang, I will. Just um, the treatment. J- just the treatment. They, they describe Jess as uh, somebody who would sing her own theme song. <laughs> That's incredible. That I would describe if I were writing the treatment I, for for New Girl, I would I would describe Jess as a Zoe Deschanel type. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that does it. <laughs> Do you have a scar with a story? Yes, on my foot. I have a scar because when I was like eight, I think, we had this like playhouse, plastic playhouse in the backyard. And we lived in a gated community. So the, our neighbors were like really close to us and they were gardening in their backyard. So they had all their like gardening tools out. And I decided to climb on top of the playhouse for some reason. 
And then I also decided to jump off the top of the playhouse. And oh. um, a gardening tool like went into my foot Ooh, somehow. And I just, I remember like Oof. being carried inside to the kitchen and my foot was just like, there was blood everywhere. Oh, Jesus. So, yep. Yikes. I'll do it. That's a, that's a, yep. That is a scar and that is a story. <laughs> yeah, that was not, that really, really. That did not disappoint. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we got all the blood we want. Yeah, no, it was the blood, blood and gore for the podcast. We um, demand, we demand blood. <laughs> the, people de- the people demand blood. Are you not entertained? Uh, what are three thoughts you have at this moment? I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm looking out my window and the pool guys are here because we're getting our pool like fixed. So I'm thinking about that. Nice. Honestly, I don't really, that's, I'm kind of just thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like that's, 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 that's probably the hardest question for people. People are usually just like, I got to eat. That's like usually what most nice, people's first thought nice. is. So I I, I appreciate I appreciate that appreciate that, that. That, that you are present. Good. That's a good that's a good answer. Yes. <laughs> um, you, you know you feel present like even over Facetime like I yeah. feel like we're we're getting to know you so that 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 comes with somebody who's in the moment not like mm-hmm. somebody who's thinking about a million other things or like you know about lunch. Right. I guess we're, we're all we're all broadly kind of thinking about lunch though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wasn't thinking about it until like we're oh, just no. just now. And oh, now, like, I can't stop thinking oh, about, no. <laughs> about oh, what I'm gonna lunch. have for lunch. Anyway, uh, what are you most proud of? Oh my gosh, probably I don't know. I'm really proud of my Instagram page. <laughs> like, <laughs> I start. I got on Instagram in like maybe like 2012, and I didn't really start posting videos of me singing until like freshman year of high school. And since then, I've just kind of like built it up and. I feel like it's at a really good place right now. Like, I just I think I just hit like 35k, which is insane. Yeah. To your, me. your Instagram is <laughs> awesome. Well, it's oh, also yeah. like your 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 Instagram is awesome, but it also like it was what I was saying at the beginning. It's like I feel like everybody kind of like tends to share your stuff too, so it yeah. winds up on like my radar and like I see it. like I, Ivan. Yeah, like was was yeah, we're doing a song together. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm excited for that. What's that song called? It's called Marigold. Cool. Yeah. No, nice. Very excited. Yeah. yeah, Ivan is just the sweetest, super yeah. super talented yeah. with the, with the trumpets yes. and the ones and zeros. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Lastly, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to seeing my friends again <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, I'm alone live. right now in my house. Um, I'm looking forward to playing live again because that is such a cool experience that I like didn't know how much I loved until like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And releasing this freaking album. I'm so, so excited. What's, what's the album called? It's called Give Me a Minute. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm equally excited. I think that's I am gonna... very, very excited. Yeah. You, so you're working on it with Philip. Are there any, are there any other people that you're also working on it yeah, with? Yeah. Um, two of the songs I'm working with Dylan on. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, I was in LA over winter break and we recorded those two. I love Dylan. Yeah. It's really nice. It's going to be like the intro and the outro from both him. And then the middle songs are Philip. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, when Marigold comes out, are you going to get a Marigold tattoo? I mean, <laughs> honestly, probably. <laughs> At the rate that I'm going, yeah, probably. Uh, it fits in the it fits in the vibe. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with it. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to shout out before before we we call it a podcast? Um, I mean, I have a song coming out on June first. What's what's that song called? It's called Pancakes for Dinner. Nice. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yep, I really love that. But it's overall, it's just really nice. To, like actually meet yeah. you, like after yes. sort of Instagramming, right. like for. <laughs> so thanks, thanks for doing yeah, this, it's, and, and good luck with with everything. Thank you yeah. so much. I wanna eat pancakes for dinner. I wanna get stuck in your head. 
We would like to thank Alan C. for supporting Talking Lion on Patreon and Isotope.